today on Jesus Center Stage, do you ever find yourself doing the bare minimum or doing just what it takes to get by? We look at what can we do better as believers to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. All right, once again, here we are. Late uh, again. Late again. Sorry about um, that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we've we've been away for a week now, and away from our podcast, I should say. So surely we would have all kinds of stuff gathered up, and I have something gathered up to talk about, which I think maybe you've forgotten about. Oh boy! And, uh, it just it's never it just a good reoccurred thing. to me now. It's never a good <laughs> um, thing. Yeah, but uh, something something to me. Let me say it again. Something that was funny to me, but not funny to you, happened. And so then I, I'm going to use it today to kick off our podcast and uh, and <laughs> maybe even embarrass you again. So, what happens... The fact that I have no idea what you're about yeah, to say oh, you're makes me really nervous. <laughs> you're fixing to. You're fixing to. And you're going to say, no, 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 no. So, what's the feeling that comes over you when you're sitting in a really nice, quiet doctor's office? And oh my goodness! The vo- Do we really have to go over yeah, this. Yeah, because this it cracked me up. It was terrible. <laughs> oh my! So the volume on your phone was mm. up, and as you was scrolling through social media, you came across uh, something that was not. It was a dog video. Yeah, it was not so nicely worded, and Mm-mm. it uh, before you realized your volume was up, it just blurted out across the yeah. office. Yeah. So tell us about that. <laughs> you just did. It was so bad, y'all. Like, it was a quiet waiting area, you know, and there was probably like 15 people in there, and then all of a sudden, my phone is like saying not nice things very rudely and loudly. mm it was it was so embarrassing. It was so embarrassing. And then I'm sitting there thinking, they think that I listen to stuff like that. And I really don't. Like, that was terrible. I don't talk like that. I don't listen to stuff like that. And that's just what was so loud. And, oh, it's awful. It was yeah. so awful. <laughs> no, when you, you messaged me that day, and uh, I could... I could sense the embarrassment just through your text, if that's possible. It was uh, so bad. <laughs> but, yeah, I think we can probably all relate to that in some way. And oftentimes, because, I mean, we don't purposely tune into something that's going right, to have was, vulgarity It wasn't or even a friend's in. post. It was one of those those random things that are mm-hmm. sponsored or just yeah. show up on your feed. It wasn't... And, like, I was just scrolling, and you know how you scroll, and then it stops. Yeah. And it just happened to stop and start playing that. It was, mm-hmm. it was not okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's happened uh, to me before, too. And I, I try to, like I said, we're not purposely going to, to you know, open up something that's vulgar or has, you know, bad language and stuff in it. But sometimes it catches you off guard. So sometimes if I'm in a place where I'm worried about that, like I want to open up Facebook, but I'm like, if I open it up and the first thing that comes up is something bad, which I hope it isn't, but so sometimes I'll go to a different app 
like a like a game, my golf game, which I pull up a lot, and it it allows me to lower my volume. Well, I can lower the volume. Like if, even if I don't have anything up, it you can I go can to just, a setting. I can well if I touch the side button, it'll come up, and I can mess with every volume like oh, see, I, audio yeah. volume or ringer volume or system volume or whatever i can mess with any volume but i just didn't think about it i mm-hmm. didn't it didn't even cross my mind that my volume might be up how many people you think looked at you because I, i'm sure you look down i'm i'm pretty sure i put my hand over my face <laughs> i'm not sure i know i i know i said i am so sorry like oh, you i said know that out loud yes i did i i felt horrible like it was it was somebody rudely telling somebody to shut up yeah. on the it wasn't like not, not but there was more like, words involved yes than just well that. it yeah. wasn't there was more words involved but it wasn't just like you know shush or like playfully saying oh just shut up or yeah. you know not no it was rude like rude mm-hmm. rude it was horrible yeah. and so yes I out loud said I am so sorry I don't know where that came from mm-hmm so yeah. yes, I did out loud, and I heard Snickers, and it was. The <laughs> oh, one of one of the girls there though did say it's okay, don't worry about it. That kind of stuff happens to me too, and I was mm-hmm. like, okay, well, that was nice of her to say that, but yeah. still, and, yeah, it's it's happened to most people. I would say that that something gets said, and oh, so bad. <laughs> that's the that's the the danger, I guess, of of social media and stuff is. Um, Listen, those, even when that you're kind of alone, stuff comes out of nowhere. Yeah, even when you're alone, and like you said, you're just watching, you know, something about dogs, and you no, see. No, I wasn't. It. I was scrolling. Yeah, but well, the video was something about dogs. Yes. And you see something a about a dog, or you see somebody playing a little prank on somebody. It looks innocent enough until the volume's up, mm-hmm. and they, you know, drop a elf bomb or whatever it might be that comes out, and and. Yeah. So I like on the on Facebook sometimes they'll have like cookie decorating videos or cake mm-hmm. decor those are really fascinating to me i like to watch them and then the next one that comes up is like horrible and i'm like yeah. what just happened i was just trying to watch a cookie <laughs> like that's all i was trying to do is i was just watching a cookie yeah. but uh, i was gonna say even when we're not in public you know if you're in your private time or here on the couch you still have to be on guard about those things I because wonder if there's a setting like to block i doubt it there should be i don't think Meta, get on that. Most most uh, social media apps are really, they're more likely to censor um, Jesus center stage than they are to center something vulgar. That's true. Yeah, so I doubt you're going to find an app to to censor or a a setting to censor that out. Well, there should be, okay? That's one of those things that we should do better on. Yes. (laughs) Yes. There should be an option. The problem is I don't know how to do those things. I'm not saying that that if everybody in the world has to have the same thought or whatever or convictions, but there should be an option if you don't want to hear that kind of content. Mm-hmm. There should be an option. There yeah. should be an option on TVs when you watch a, a movie or a show to take those things out mm. like there should be an option if yeah. i don't want to hear those words i shouldn't have to hear and them we, we kind of like just I have, encountered that when we went to streaming is yes. that some of the shows we enjoy watching on TV. you know C- cbs or abc when we watched them the first time on streaming they had really they bad have, words in them that we've never heard on 
Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's what I'm saying. Like you can be watching a, a good movie. Like there, I've, I've started several movies, and like five or ten minutes in, mm-hmm. I ha- I turn them off just because. They're, they're, yeah. they're, first of all, it's not necessary. It's not helping you tell a story. No, it's not helping. And and I don't know if I've shared this before, but I have to watch how much content I hear because then those words are just in my head. Yeah. And so I have to, like, I'm not going to just sit through a two-hour movie when they say that those words mm-hmm. constantly. Because then those words are implanted in my head. And although I don't say them, it's just a matter of a time until I slip up and do it. Yeah. You know? Because it's, it's what's in my brain. Yeah. It's it matters what we feed ourselves. You know, whether it's take. what we're looking at or what we're listening to or the conversation we're hanging out with. It matters what we intake because sooner or later, it's going to overcome to the point it comes out. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's I, I can't, I don't have the, the knowledge and the know-how to create an app that would go in and censor out certain words on TV shows Somebody and those kinds of things. Somebody do that for us, please. <laughs> um, but they are, they are things that we do have the abilities to do. Uh, to do better, yes. as you you said that a while ago, as to that's do. That's been my that's been my line lately. Yeah, just to do better as uh, a follower of Jesus, mm-hmm. and a a representative of the church, a representative of our local church, um, and you know, a representative of our family. There's a lot of things that we can do better that uh, because we're we get caught up in routine we get caught up in complacency and, and sometimes it gets caught up what's with acceptable yeah it's the normal that's what yeah. i was just saying yeah that's normal that there's a lot of things that we could do better and should do better um that we don't do and it's not mm-hmm. and it's not even saying oh we're doing something wrong it's just sometimes we could do better at at you know what we do what mm-hmm. what we are doing and putting put more effort into it more thought into it when it comes to the things of the kingdom especially knowing that we are um ambassadors here on this earth for christ and that the way that we um operate in our lives the way that we uh socialize with other people the, the, the just the way that we live is is something that is um, is part of us being an ambassador, and sometimes we don't take that as serious as we should, or we don't, we don't always um, have that consideration that that you know someone else is seeing us. There's eyes on us. Does that make any sense? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is somebody is watching us, and that's what makes our witness so important. Mm-hmm with with how we speak to people how we interact with people how we look at people yeah um just all of that stuff mm-hmm. it it matters and so many times it the little things like not smiling at people or yeah. not making eye contact with people or not saying hello to people or and and just just today there was a couple of people who like when I walked past them, like our eyes would meet or something. And instead of just walking, I would just say, 
hello or good morning or, you know, just mm-hmm. something. And so many people looked at me crazy because they're not used to people talking to them. They're not used to people looking at them or acknowledging them because we're all so caught up in our own little world doing our own little thing. Mm-hmm. And that's, that is something majorly that we need to do better. As children of God, we've got to do better about being approachable and being kind. Just just yeah. saying hi to somebody. Mm-hmm. Just saying, how are you today to somebody? Just just making a, con- a, a passing conversation with someone. Your Your investment in that moment might be what gives them hope again because yeah, somebody was kind and you you mentioned you said you know they looked at you like you was crazy i mean they weren't uh, like mad they were just like yeah, surprised yeah. like, like that. Why, does, why did she say something yeah why did she talk um, to me one day this week at work um there we've got a lot of contractors in so there are people there i don't know but there was this one gentleman that ended up in the same area as me and i happened to have one of the million dollar bill bible tracks that um that you that like to have. drop on the floor in stores i do it's <laughs> it's rather humorous but anyways uh so he's just standing there he's waiting on on something and um i think well i'm just going to share this with him as i go by i'm not going to stop and and have a 20 minute conversation with him because we, we're working and uh so i just i go by and i i say uh i, I hold out the 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 million dollar bill and uh, I said, here, I got a little something for you. And he just looked at it. He didn't reach for it or nothing. He just looked at it. And he said, no, I'm good. I don't need it. And I said, you couldn't use a million-dollar bill? And he said, no, I'm good. So I said, okay. So I just folded it and put it back in my pocket. Well, I had to pick up a few things right there. And by the time I got done, which is just a few seconds, he said, what does it say on there? And I said, well, here. So I took it back out of my pocket, and I give it to him. Well, while I'm finishing picking up my stuff, I can see he's sitting there reading the back of it, which is just a gospel presentation that we've all lied and all stolen something, and, you know, mm-hmm. that there, there, there's going to be a time that we'll have to answer for that, and then it talks about Jesus. Well, he, he reads it, and, and, you know, probably he probably had it long enough to read about halfway through it. And then he held it back out to me like he didn't want it no more. But when I looked at him, he had the craziest, I shouldn't say craziest, but the most awkward look on his face. Like I had just like pickpocketed him or something, you know. <laughs> and I, I took it back and I said, I said, you know, something like, well, you, you don't want to keep it or something. And he just shook his head. So I went on over, done a few things. Well, it was no more than two minutes later he was waiting for the truck that i was in to move so that he could back out well i walked by and i said we'll be out of your way here in just a minute and he just stared at me with that exact same look again (laughs) and like i don't know like obviously we're we're on the radio here on on the podcast so i can't like even demonstrate this look but it was just a look of not anger, but Maybe not confusion. It like, was it was a look of confusion. Like, and I'm thinking, what I just give you is not 
it shouldn't have stirred that much confusion in you <laughs> to make you look that way. But you know, it's um, that can be discouraging to to have somebody who just really kind of rejects even your friendliness. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, uh, just an hour before that time, I had done the same thing to another uh, gentleman there, and he took it and thanked me twice and so you're going to get some yeah and and you know some one not thing, one thing i've realized lately and i think it's a result of the church that we have become a part of is being becoming a friend to someone um our pastor did a series at the beginning of the year about seeking the one seeking for just that one person like who can i reach who is that one person mm-hmm. and for me, it just made the whole thing of living for Jesus and working for him and serving him and telling others about him. It made it so practical because what can I do? What is one intentional thing that I can do today to reach out to that one person who needs Jesus? Yeah. I might not can get everybody saved. I might not can get everybody to come to my church, but where? what can I do for that one person? Mm-hmm. And and with that mindset of how can I be a friend to this one? And when when he was doing that series at the beginning of the year, I was like, okay, who's my one person? Who who can I get? And and I did get that one person. And I have my projects that I'm working on. <laughs> but since then, there's been other one person. Like yeah. there's been another one person, and. I guess my my approach to to that one person has been to be a friend to them. And I didn't I didn't I have not yet shared the gospel, like laid it out. I have not yet shared the gospel. But I've just said things. I've let it be known in conversation. I've mentioned Jesus. I've mentioned prayer. I've mentioned church. I've, you know, I've shared a, a podcast. Just little things like that. But I have, like, just becoming a friend. And it's yeah. things like that. Like, that. that's one example to me that I feel like we have to do better. As yeah. as a church, we have to do better with with our mindset of I'm not just a church goer and I don't just do outreach with the church but I am a missionary and how I act matters and how I speak matters and becoming a friend to one person just one person might change their life might change their family's lives and go who knows how far because I became a friend to one person and showed them what Jesus is really like. Yeah. I saw a quote on Facebook this week um, from my friend Sarah who said, you don't have to be my, f- you don't have to love Jesus to be my friend. But if you're my friend, you're going to know that I love Jesus. That's good. And I thought that is a, that's very powerful. Mm-hmm. Because we're, we, we're, that's another thing we have to work on as a church is to not be exclusive. The people yeah. who don't love Jesus are the very people that we're here for. Exactly. We're we're here to to tell them about Jesus, to share Jesus. 
So the the people who don't know him yet, that that should be our heart every single day. Okay, there's someone in my office that doesn't know Jesus. How can I show them kindness today? How can I exemplify that I love Jesus? How can I show the goodness of God to this person, whether it's my family or my job or my school or wherever, just zeroing in on how can I be better in this? Yeah, and so many and times, show Jesus. It it's this is this is one of the hardest things that we'll we'll do as human beings. But that one person who is the rudest to you, or the most unkind to you, take it as a personal challenge. Well, <laughs> it you know, m- yeah, make it a challenge to always return that with kindness. And, and I, I mean, mean that by like saying... I hope they saying, didn't think I was thinking revenge challenge <laughs> yeah. here. <laughs> no, but you, you you got that one person in the office or, you know, at, at your school or whatever it may be who genuinely does not like you. Mm-hmm. But you come in one day and you have a bag of cookies and you're offering them to your friends and you make sure to offer them one. Or give them two. Or give them two. Exactly. Those kinds of things right there are really hard for us to do because they are. everything that we've been taught throughout school and then when we were you know growing up is you is, avoid people who don't like you. Well, people that that people that That's don't like do. you, then you in return don't like them. Yeah. And maybe you don't like the way they're acting, but you but you can but it also comes across say like you don't like them as a person. Yeah, when when I don't like this, you know guy named joe and if I'm your going, name is joe we don't yeah, mean you <laughs> i'm gonna talk to you know to to steve and mark i'm also gonna in, in say say something to joe mm-hmm. even though i might we may not get along and it, it's those kinds of things i'm saying we could do better at doing as as believers and as followers of christ and being consistent in those things i'm yeah. just i'm thinking right now of somebody that i've met through through my shopping she works at one of the stores that i that i shop at a lot Mm -hmm. and she used to scare me to death okay she like i'm pretty sure she did not like me she's always you think that about a lot of people though well maybe i'm super sensitive to people (laughs) who don't like me i don't know but i'm just saying like i i avoided her i'll just be honest like i tried to avoid this lady Mm -hmm. because i didn't want a confrontation and she made yeah. me nervous and I felt like she didn't like me. She cracked a joke in front of me today. Like no big deal, you know? And that's something that I've, that I had to work on being intentional about and not avoiding her, but like speaking to her, addressing her specifically by name, saying hello, you know, things mm-hmm. like that. And I've been shopping at the same store for like um, going on two years now so it's not like it happened overnight, but over the last couple of months, I've thought, you know what? She's she's not offish anymore. She ain't bit you or nothing. No, yet. she's she's yeah. not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, think about it like this: somebody you genuinely don't care for, someone you don't really want to be friends with, but yet that person, every time you see them, they're nice to you, and you look at them like get out of my face and they still say mm-hmm. have, have a good day uh, one either it's going to aggravate you to death <laughs> or you're going to say i think 
there's something about that person that's uh-huh. they're just a loving person even though i don't like them they're just keep being loving to me and, and it's, it's things like that that we can that, we can do better at and it's not something it, you don't have to be super spiritual no you don't you it's don't have to kind. you don't have to have a bible verse in your head to blurt out uh-huh. you don't have to have any of that stuff it's just i'm going to return whatever you give me what no matter what with kindness uh-huh. and that that mindset of just being friendly just being approachable mm-hmm. people that other shoppers that i have never talked to have talked to me in the last several months and i don't think it's because I've changed necessarily, but that I have a different mindset of how how can I be kind to this one person? Yeah. Like I, I'm passing them in the aisle. How can I be kind? I have a three-second window of opportunity mm-hmm. to be polite, to be kind. How, what can I do yeah. for this one person? And again, that's one of those things from, from being at the church that we're at has has really challenged me personally to grow in in hospitality and in friendliness and not just witnessing is more than just having a gospel plan and and approaching a person and laying it all out there but it's that consistency people that you see every day Mm -hmm. you you don't need to share the gospel every single day with the same person and just quote beat them up over it yeah but living like you love Jesus goes a long way. It really does. It goes a so long way. You're, you're saying, too, though, that months ago before before this kind of started, you would have just, like, rammed their buggy with your buggy and said, like, get out of the way. And now... I cannot believe you're doing this on the podcast. And now you're just yeah, being okay. kind. <laughs> that, first, is, that is a really great first testimony. Of all, first of all... I never ram people with my buggy, first of all. <laughs> okay. Second of all, there is a huge difference between... You can't see this if you're there, listening, but she's actually counting with her fingers. She's on number two right now. <laughs> Second of all, there's a big difference between simply not being rude and being kind. Yes. That's that's what I'm talking about right now. With the With the we have to do better, we have to do better than just not being rude. We have to do better than just not going to party on Saturday night. We have to do better than just not sinning all the time. Yeah. Like we've got to do better than the bare minimum. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And that's there's why a, I, there's that's a huge why I difference. That up was to lead you into this conversation. No, you didn't. I'm just rescuing the conversation <laughs> again. There's a difference between not being rude and being kind. There's a, there's like a great a great difference in that yeah. and that's we have to actually put forth effort mm-hmm. in this we're not called to as children of god we've been saved we've been born again we have a new nature and now we just don't tell a lie no yeah. we make sure we keep our promises mm-hmm. it's it's that more goes a long ways it's more than well i read my bible today but did you encourage somebody with a verse that, that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about is do more than the bare minimum. And so many times we find ourselves, me included, I just shared a while ago, I haven't always been this, I haven't always tried to be friendly. And I still don't every time. Like I'm still 
practicing that mindset. Yeah. But so it, it doesn't happen overnight. You just have to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. You have to decide, I want to do more than the bare minimum. I want to do more than is, quote, required yeah, of making, me. You don't want to just make sure that you are good in your faith and that because one that's just focusing on ourselves when we're worried just if we're going to heaven basically but at the same time the bible says um i believe it's in james that says be not just hearers of the word but be doers doers of the word and sometimes we can fall into that trap a little bit of i go to church twice a week i read my bible you know i go on my bible app and i read and i do this and so I am a hearer of the word, and I know what the word says. But then the Bible also says to examine yourself to see if you're in the faith. And if you're in the faith and you're being obedient to the word, then you're also going to be a doer right. of the word, which says to love your neighbor as yourself, mm-hmm. to be kind and patient and gentle and long-suffering and which, show meekness and all those things that are you are we living that out? and. Especially me and you, I think we definitely fall into that category of introverts. Yes. Which means to me, I could be in a room full of people for hours and no one and speak to no mm-hmm. one, and I and I'll be okay. I'm fine. You know what I saw on Facebook this week? Hang on, I did not finish that thought. I don't want people thinking that I think that's what we should do. No, I'm no, saying I'm a, I would I'm be fine you. with that because I'm of my intro, introvertedness. That's my word. <laughs> okay. But sometimes we have to make, to be intentional, to step out of our comfort zone and to be friendly. Yes. I saw on Facebook this week somebody posted that as children of God, we are called to be a people person. Mm-hmm. And that's something that, like, we, we've taught, and again, since we've been at this church, because it's really forced us to look and at ourselves and stretch in areas of friendliness and being a people person and hospitality, things like that, that we're just like, eh, it's okay if we don't. Yeah. But it's not okay. We have to do better. We, we well, just, I think you we said it really to. well ago, do more than the bare minimum. And, and that's, I mean, that's not too much to ask out of think of ourselves, um, is to to be intentional that's kind of been my word of the year is to be intentional in sharing my faith to be intentional in trying to be a good husband a good father um just to be intentional in in being that light that Mm -hmm. and and that's no way you know talking about myself you're just but there's there's times that i find myself in situations of thinking what what would scripture say that I need to be doing right now? And and no, that's not saying I, I'm I have to be able to go back and quote exact scripture. But I can I can also know that as a whole, I know that Jesus has told us to be kind to one another, mm-hmm. to be friendly to one another, and he's also told us to let other people know about him. So I don't have to know exact and scriptures, better, but I know to, to do those things. What better way to tell somebody else about him than to live like we've been changed by him? Mm-hmm. What what better way to witness, to be an example to someone 
than to consistently live for Christ. Yeah. Because that's the the difference that he makes in us is the is the best presentation of the gospel. Yeah. That this is this is not just a story. This is not just a history lesson. This is life changing. Yes. This changes everything. Yeah. When you meet Jesus, it changes everything. And I'm not talking about it changes everything that you'll never get sick and your bank account will be full. That's not what I'm talking about. It changes you on the inside where you have a hope that you never had without him. And you have a peace when everything around you is crazy. And you have a joy that just doesn't even make sense. Yeah. That's, That's what I'm talking about. When you meet him and then the guilt just vanishes mm-hmm. and you spend time in his presence when you're, if, you, if you're stressed out. Just the other morning I was, I was so stressed out and I was talking to God on my way to work and he's like, just tell me everything you think you need to do and tell me everything you're stressed out. I'm like, why? Why do I need to go over it? And he's like, just tell me. So I just started literally just like, venting and just saying I need to do this and I've got this and this and I'm worried about this and this and I don't know what about this and he was there yeah and just just telling him those things and then having him put put ideas and verses and con- kingdom concepts in my mind it it makes a difference and if you haven't met Jesus then you have absolutely no idea what I'm talking about but if you'll just give him a chance, if you'll just try Jesus, then you'll find out it's he's the best. He's the best friend. He's a savior. He's he's king. He's Lord. He will guide you. He will provide for you. He will literally change everything about your life if you'll just try him, if you'll just give him a chance. Yeah, that's uh, that's very good advice. Um, quickly before we close, I just uh, was talking about the the, the change and, and those things that happen in, in our lives as believers. And um, in a witnessing encounter that I was listening to um, with a, a gentleman named Todd Friel, sometimes when he's witnessing to someone who claims to be a Christian, and you know he's he's trying to share the gospel, and they're saying, "Well, I'm already a Christian," mm-hmm. but many of their comments and and so forth reflect that they really don't know the gospel. So you know they're, they're struggling. They're Christian, but they don't know how and, they got to be one. And one question that he asked them that usually gets them, it kind of lets the light go off, is he says, "If I gathered ten of your friends without you being there." And I just went to him one by one, and I asked him, is Jesus the most important thing in your life? Oh, wow. How many of those ten would say, oh, yeah, when I'm around him or her, Jesus is the most important thing. Then their family is the second, and then their job is the third or whatever. But how many of them would say Jesus is the most important? And more often than not, they say not many of them would be. And so as as believers, and I'm not saying that means you're not a Christian. But we it just have means to do we better. could do better. We and have if to do if better. if you're a Christian and you love the Lord and you you want to serve the Lord, but your friends around you don't really know that 
don't know that don't you know, love Jesus. They don't know the commitment you have to him or he's mm-hmm. definitely not number one in your life, then, yeah, we could do better. So, But um, we might have to continue on this, too, um, because we kind of want to look at what we can do better as as church. Mm-hmm. We've talked a lot about our individual lives, but as church and as, as mi- ministry... Uh, don't get yeah. me started on the whole what's wrong with the church world, but I yeah. don't want to change. But we got to be careful how we proclaim the gospel and make sure, you know, that it's not a misleading thing. Because if you convince someone to follow and believe in the gospel, but you've told them it was something that's actually not, then you actually didn't help them none at all. No. But that's a that's a topic for a different day. And anything else to add? Nope. All right. Well, Elsie's done, so I'm done. <laughs> and... Uh, uh what was i gonna say to you i don't know i don't remember now either there was one while you're thinking if you guys want to email us any ideas or questions or feedback you can email jesuscenterstage at gmail.com very good maybe that's what i was going to ask you if you i doubt it i doubt it too all right until (laughs) next week keep jesus center stage in your life